Welcome to the Supremely Intercontinental Puckcast, a podcast about fake little hockey guys. I'm your host, Ian Constable, GM of the Banff Rockies. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. My apologies on the delay between the last podcast and this one. Had a little bit of technical issues, but we're getting going with a four-part mini-series where in each ser- in each episode, we will look at one division in the SICHL and the prospects from each team in that division. Today, we're going to start with the U.S. division in the World Conference, and we're lucky enough to be joined by the commissioner, GM Mark McRae of the Fredericton Express. Let's look at that U.S. division, and here he is, GM Mark McRae. GM of the Fredericton Express, Mark McRae. How are you today, Mark? Hey, Ian. I'm quite well this evening on the East Coast. Uh, it's probably middle of the afternoon in Edmonton, but uh, very excited to be on my favorite podcast once again. <laughs> oh, we're thrilled to have you here. And uh, I'm really excited about what we're going to be doing today. We're starting off a four a four-part uh, mini-series of looking at the prospects of the different divisions of the league. We're starting today with the American division of the World Conference. And uh, so we're going to look at the, the prospects of each team, uh, who they have ranked in their top 10. I, I was only able to see, of course, their top five, but uh, who they have and maybe who we might put in there and also uh, and also some of the guys that were that were left out of it, as well as uh, maybe look ranking, do a little bit of a fun ranking bit with them and, and see where they see where they end up. So let's get started right away. Let's go. We're going alphabetically. We're going to start with the Boston Colonials. And uh, Gary, of course, has been rebuilding. So he has a full stable of fantastic prospects. Well, let's get started by looking at his top five here. Uh, course number one he has uh tim stutzler number two william eklund number three adam bolquist number four eric brandstrom and number five liam foodie uh you were able to see his top 10. yeah so his his yeah. number six is jj paterka seven zach dean eight uh the goalie joel hofer Nine is Ridley Grieg, and 10 is Pierre-Olivier Joseph. Okay, excellent. Okay, so I had, I was looking at some of the guys he left off there, and of course, all of those guys came came up for me when I was looking, and I was like, wow, I was actually surprised one or two of them weren't a little bit higher. You know, for me, the, the first guy that pops into my head when I think Boston Colonials, and I don't know why this player pops into my head, I was, I was uh, having... I don't know if they're dreams or nightmares for a couple months straight. It just kept reoccurring, reoccurring, reoccurring. It was like there was subliminal messaging happening on Twitter every day or something. But I was surprised Devin Levi was not in that top 10. It's, uh, I, I'm not sure where you're getting those. Were you maybe in a, in a fugue state, something? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, interesting how, uh, how Gary uh, is promoting his team and, and maybe just hasn't updated his top 10, but um, yeah, apparently Levi is, maybe he's number 11. <laughs> you know, he is having 
he is having an absolutely exceptional year, actually historic year, really. Uh, he's might even uh, break Ryan Miller's uh, records from um, from his days in the in the NCAA. But just an absolutely outstanding year. So myself, I'd have Devon Le- Levi in there, maybe even third in that in that list myself. But that's okay. He also has a lot of other players that didn't make that list for himself. He has uh, Petr, uh, I hope I'm saying that right, Kochikov, uh, the goalie out of Russia, as well as another goalie out of Russia, Amir Miftikov. Miftikov, both of those goalies played for Russia at the World Juniors in, in their time. And Miftikov actually replaced uh, Yaroslav Askarov when uh, Askarov uh, stumbled there. So uh, he's, got a, he's got some fantastic goaltending coming up. Uh, on defense, he has uh, Sposal. Did he have Sposal in, in the top 10? I can't remember. No. No, okay. So Sposal, Helge Grants, who we just picked up in a trade recently. So uh, that one definitely could have made it. And Jeremy Poye. And Poye, I, man, I don't know if we can call him a defenseman. He, he is up the ice a lot of the game. He's not back, back defending. No. He, he's a defenseman, but uh, boy, he can he can sure he can sure put the points up. So a great one right there. Uh, at Ford, some of the guys I didn't get to see that were in his top ten, but JJ Pacherka, man, he could I thought he could have easily made it, but yeah, he is there. So that's great. Uh, Patrick Kusala, uh, Evan Evangelista, of course, um, having a great year as well in London. Uh, we knew that that would happen, uh, and he's really lighting it up. And then Zade Wisdom, so. What a full cupboard he has moving forward. Yeah, and I mean, he's picking a lot in the first round. I mean, let's uh, seven of his top ten picks are first-round SICHL draft picks. So I guess it helps to get good draft picks to be able to uh, have a huge stockpile of great prospects, is what I would say. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, of course, Tim Stutzla is number one rated. No argument there. Uh, and he's going to be able to stay on that prospect list for a while because he hasn't, he's only played four games with the big club this year. Uh, the rest with the yeah. Pawtucket Patriots, where he's absolutely lighting it up in 21 games. He has 38 points down there. Um, so he will be able to stay on his, uh, on his prospect uh, board. And uh, even though he's his number one, uh, number one ranked player for, uh, for overall, um, yeah, I mean, he's he, he's no Kirill Kaprasov or Jack Hughes uh, or Dominic Kubalik, but he is having a solid GHA <laughs> season for sure. That's right. Imagine what he's going to do next year now that, when he'll have two years under his belt down in Pawtucket. Yeah. I'm not sure if we'll see him up there either next year as well. But uh, if he if he does play in the uh, for the Colonials, I know he'll do well up there as well next year. Um but yeah, just a fantastic group that uh, Gary has going. Uh, let's move along and move on over to the Chicago Tigers and Sheets Allen. And Chicago's got some great players there. Uh, but I don't know if she, of if Sheets Allen has been on this prospect list lately. I only found four players that he ranked. It is a short list. I, I can see all 10 of his picks and his list, and there's only four. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, I, did, I didn't miss something there when I was looking that over. No. Of course, number one, he has Quinton Byfield. Uh, fantastic, fantastic prospect, of course. Vitaly Kraustov, another really good one coming up in the second spot. Aiden Hill, 
in the third spot. And Jake Neighbors uh, rounded out at number four. Um, this is a team that has some future stars that have just graduated from this list. I was looking down his uh, team there, and he has Capo Caco and Evan Bouchard, both going to be all-stars, I'm sure. Um, but they've already played their 50 games in the SACHL, so they're no longer on this list, even though they're extremely young players. They're uh, really recent uh, uh, recent draft picks, and uh, so that will be really nice for him going in there. Uh, yeah. Another player I noticed was um, Jacob Bernard Docker on defense, who's going to be a good player for him, uh, but he's not he's not rated yet. Uh, anybody else that comes to mind when you're thinking Chicago? Uh, well, I mean, he's got Josh Norris. Uh, right. Kevin, well, Kevin Fiala actually has been in the, in the league for quite a while, but I still consider him a pretty young player. He's in the big season mm-hmm. in the NHL. Um, yeah, Quentin Byfield um, is, I think he was injured early this year, but I yes. think he's uh, expected to, like, he's already playing third line, I think, in, in L.A., and, and he's He's looking like the real deal. Uh, Aiden Hill is already the Tigers' starting goalie. Um, so he's probably going to pop off this list by the end of the season, too. He'll give him the three if he doesn't up, update this list. Um, and he's splitting time in San Jose. So, um, yeah, he's got, he's, uh, he's got some great guys. I mean, Jake Neighbors, I remember seeing him, I think, in preseason. And he looked really good for St. Louis. So. Mm-hmm. Um, He's currently uh, probably the best player on his WHL team, but Guy can probably let us know more about him. Um, he plays for the Oil Kings. Right. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I can say about Chicago. Yeah, J- Jake Neighbors had a great preseason, I thought, with uh, or, or training camp at least, I thought, with uh, St. Louis in that other league. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's looking really good. Uh, a, guy on, a guy in goal that... Uh, that doesn't get talked a lot about a lot, but I really, I really like him. That he has a Daniel Ch- uh, Um He got him in the fifth round in what was it, uh, 20, 2020. So there's a there's a good young goaltending prospect. He's got a couple guys back there, uh, but yeah, he's got guys that have already graduated and and are looking great. That Josh Norris is an awesome player. You're right. Um, and again, he's only 21 here in the SICHL. Uh, so quite recent coming in here. You, um, she tell Lex to graduate them quick, get them playing, and and get them going. So good for him. And Josh Norris, why wouldn't you have him playing? He's uh, he's rated quite well too. So uh, Chicago, let's get that list updated there, Chatel. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to Kansas City, and and Kansas City, of course, is very familiar to you. Uh, with yep. uh, your brother Kirk having the uh, Kansas City crunch, uh, so Kansas City, what a like wow, what a start here! Trevor Zegras, Rasmus Sandin, Matthew Boldy, Ryan Suzuki, and Caden Gooley as his five. I can't argue with those players. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's pretty that's pretty solid five. Um, I, I think uh, the crunch also fall into the haven't updated the list in a while. Uh, he okay. only has a six and a seven. There's no eight, nine, ten. Um, but his number six is Jan Jenik. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah who's yeah. Ca- currently having a lackluster season in the GHA. Uh, he's had a couple games for Arizona, but uh, doesn't look to me like he's 
at least so far, he's not looking like he's pushing to make the NHL. And then at number seven, Tyler Madden, who oh, yeah. has yet to play in the GHA this season, despite having a rating. Um, maybe time to update the lines as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he's a centerman who's, uh, who's in the Kings system in that other league. Uh, so he's behind a couple of other center prospects they have, like Velarde and Anderson Dolan. Um, but he is looking like he's playing well in the AHL. So he may st- may yet uh, make it up this list. But yeah, uh, Trevor Zegras, uh, though he's having a bit of an underwhelming rookie SICHL season behind such established stars as Austin Matthews, Ryan Getzlaff, and Nico Heischer, Crunch uh, certainly not lacking for uh, center depth. Um, you you may have seen him uh, on TV recently, blindfolded, wearing some like gold <laughs> sweater, uh, or uh, involved in some flip the puck over the net goal that happened. Uh, it's probably going to be the play of the of the century so far. Um, yeah, so Zegers just on his own um, is uh, could be number one, two, and three on this list. But Sandine, Boldy, Suzuki, Guli, all four of those. Uh, Again, uh, here's the theme, former first-round picks, mm-hmm. um, all on track to be solid SICHLers, I would say. Yeah, I think Matthew Boldy is going to be an absolute stud in this league for years and years and years. And if, like you said, of course, Degris, um I was very, uh, very upset when he did not, uh, when I was not able to pick him up in the other league. Even though I had a chance at five, I didn't, I didn't go with him. Uh, I think I might be kicking myself there. With that one for years to come uh he has some nice goaltending in the in the um uh, that aren't rated yet in eric portillo and uh isaiah seville uh, both great young goaltenders um on defense you didn't have him rated um in there but uh matthew robertson drew hellison both could add to that list uh boards tice milanich uh Panmarov, Carter Savoy, who was just lighting up um, the NCAA with goals this year. Uh, Tyler Boucher, uh, Zach Bolduch, Josh Stone, who's who's one of my absolute, he was one of my absolute, absolute favorites in the draft last year. I wasn't able to grab him. Uh, great pick there by Kansas City. And Bo Grew, um, who is rated, I believe, now, but, um, but he's a... Uh, but he's a crash and banger that uh, that I think could really do some some nice work on the third or fourth line down the line for him. So he's got a lot of talent coming, um, and and it's and some extremely high end talent. And that's no surprise. Kansas City. Uh, I watched them from the moment I came into the league. That's exactly what I noticed about Kansas City. Is they just keep the keep the pipeline flowing. All right. Let's move on now from Kansas City. We're going to move to the Las Vegas Aces. And this was the surprise of of this whole thing for me. When I looked, he, Las Vegas, has five players in their top prospects. I don't know if they have more (laughs) than that, but they have five. I was amazed for their prospects Uh, because I don't remember Dustin making a draft pick since the, uh, the summit in 2017. Did you look closely at the names of the five picks, though? Yeah, I did, actually. <laughs> I had a little deja vu when I, when I got to five. Um, yeah, uh, so, at so, least... those names, so those names, if anybody's wondering, are uh, Jan Drog, 
uh, Nicholas Matnin, Sergei Polchinski, Patrick Verda, and Demir Sherpazanov. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny, when I look at his un uh, unrated players, I'm seeing a theme underneath the drafted category uh, with the same prefix before every one of them. Oh, except for one, except for Patrick Zerda, Verda, who he did pick in that 2017 draft in the seventh round. But all the rest are undrafted here for his forwards, at least. Uh, defenseman, he has four guys that were drafted um, between 2014 and 2016. <laughs> the rest undrafted. Uh, and he has no prospect goalies, as you as you would well know, um, <laughs> with the sim not being able to be uh, being able to be done for the last uh, couple of days here, because he yeah. did not have an emergency backup. Yeah. Well, so actually, his number one prospect was also his own draft pick in 2017 yes. in Edmonton. Yeah. Um, and he is. I mean, Drogues is having a killer uh, GHA season with 50 points in 43 games. So. Oh, wow. Absolutely solid sixth round depth pickup currently, um, and in in the other leagues, uh, he is he is on like a half half a point per game in the in the AHL. So, you know, uh, the Aces have one depth player. Um, yeah, the the Demir. Sheriff Zianoff, who was a free yeah. agent, signed in 2017 and played one season for him, but is still technically on this system. Is uh, yeah, that's it's uh, a pretty hilarious uh, choice, but technically uh, still fits. So I'm surprised he didn't this. take with the last name Nielsen. I'm surprised he didn't take Andrew Nielsen, who's a defenseman as well, and put him in his, his top uh, five prospects. But that's okay. Um, <laughs> He knows, I guess he knows something I don't know about uh, about some of these other guys here. Uh, but I mean, it doesn't matter. Dustin plays is different than I do, and and it works for him. Wow, I mean, he was, I mean, just looking again uh, over the weekend here with uh, with the fanatic putting out that uh, the awards from last year, and of course, um, the most points of regular season went to the Aces. The, the, they know what Dustin knows what he's doing. He's and he does it well. Um, year after year after year, this is a contender. Uh, so, screw the pipeline. <laughs> it's obviously not yeah. needed. Yeah. Well, so. we'll see. Yeah. Always we'll having fun. Exactly. It's all. It is a lot of fun. All right. Let's move on from the aces. Uh, we will move now to. What do we have here next? The Philadelphia Fire Ants. All right. So the Philadelphia Fire Ants. And of course, Norm, Norm and the Philadelphia Fire have a really nice player at number one on their list, Dylan Cousins, yep. Nils Lundqvist, uh, Connor Timmins, Dan Vladar, and Lucas Dostal rounding out the top five. Two goalies in his top five and two really good goalies for the future. So that, I and mean, then goalies are gold in this league right now. So to have two of them in your top five is fantastic. Norm knows what he's doing. Uh, anything else you see in the top ten? Well, I, I can't agree that Norm knows what he's doing, but uh, <laughs> I'll just have a comment on that before we get on to the rest of his top 10. Uh, so at number six, he has Morgan Geeky. Seven, Michael McLeod. Number eight, Semyon Der Ar Arguchintsev. 
uh, one of those great names that Norm's like Norm likes to pick. And number nine, Riley Demiani. Uh, no number ten. And I note that he has no picks after 2019 on this list. So I think Norm's been spending more time playing NHL 22 than updating his prospect list <laughs> as well. I don't think he had any picks in 2020 or not any notable ones, but I think he did have picks in 2021. I don't see anybody he here. He did, and he has one of the best names in the entire league in Cameron Why Not? So why not put Cameron into, uh, those, into that top 10 there, Norm? Come on. Picked yeah, in 2021. Yeah. Uh, why not? Why not, right? And uh, and I, I mean, put him into your top five so everybody else can see him too. I mean, it's, it's just fantastic. I really like some of his uh, defensemen that he has coming up uh henry thrun uh alex vlasic um oh you know both members of that incredible 2019 uh usndtb uh program uh of course he has nils lundquist in there for his top five actually at number two and that's a great pick corson kuhlman's picked last year wow fantastic player that could, that guy could make your top 10 so yeah norm you got to get on that for sure uh up, yeah cool coolman's was the one that stuck out to me that i was like i think he should probably make the top 10. <laughs> right uh, especially yeah. since there is nobody at 10 right now clearly yeah. somebody's graduated from this list since the last time norm updated it um yeah goaltending, so yeah, goaltending, goaltending, i mean i know you you said you you like his goaltending i'm I mean, I know that usually when I make a public comment about a goalie, it uh, it means the guy's gonna gonna have a, a career season. Um, but I uh, I've never been a huge believer in Dan Vladar. I know he had a, a good start to this year, as did the whole Calgary Flames organization. Um, but I still don't really believe in in Vladar as a as a as a star. Anyway, he he may okay. be a journey journeyman starter, but. Certainly, he will continually get rated and and be a valuable backup for Norm, mm -hmm. at the at the least. Okay. So that's I mean, it's definitely valuable. Yeah. Well, I mean, for the next couple of years, if he does stay in that in that city in that other league, then he uh, then he will definitely be the backup still for a little while there. Um, yeah. I, I think Dostal. Dostal's got some pedigree for sure. Yeah, I think Dostal is probably. The one there yes, yeah. would be higher on my list than Vladar, uh, right? Anyway, where right. I would make the list, but... <laughs> and uh, this guy like Sam Gerard, even very young, but uh, he's he's even past his entry level contract, of course. Uh, Dylan Cousins, great, great young player there, of course, uh, up front. And but yeah, you're right, he some we need some updating here, uh, here, Norm. Um, oh, Chaz, uh, Chaz Lucius. Did you mention that? He's on the list. I didn't mention Chaz Lucius. I one of his, Chaz Lucius. One of his first round, I said it was his, yeah. his first round pick last year. Really good. Yeah. And again, another guy from that NTDB. Uh, I keep saying that wrong, but uh, from that program um, uh, that could easily make that top 10. This, uh, of course, he was out of the 2021 grouping. But uh, I mean, I don't want to take any time away from Norm's solid YouTube content <laughs> creation, but it doesn't take that long to update your prospect list once in a while. So, you know, and there's a there's a player he has on, of course, that is in his unrated players here uh, that has played a lot of games. I would assume in the SACHL. I'm going to look at his stats there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, actually, has 189 points in the SICHL over the time, and that's. Um, 
Gergensen's, of course, but uh, but of course he went over to play overseas, so uh, was unrated again. So, um, but hey, maybe he could go in his top prospects. He's unrated, so. <laughs> All right. No, he still so, played too many games. Yeah, that's right. He has played too many games to go into that. You're correct. Yeah. Okay, so we'll move on to Phil from Philadelphia then, and next we have the Portland Buckaroos. And Portland has some great young talent. Do they I ever. got sandwiched into two in between two of my picks, and I would have loved this player, but uh, but of course Portland picked him up, and it was a great pick for Portland as he was a Portland junior player as well. And that's Seth Jarvis, number one, highest suitor. He has number two, uh, Joe Valeno, number three, Rasmus Kupari, number four, and Xavier Bogo, number five. Uh, just looking at those five, I'd be I'd be switching some stuff around in there, um, just in those ratings myself. But uh, but how would yeah. it look past that from the sixty? Yeah, so I would I would too. I mean, I'm I know he got uh, at least in my notes. Valeno was a Banff pick, so maybe you like him, but maybe not that much actually if you traded him away. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm like not. Valeno. I probably wouldn't put Valeno in his top three or Kapari at four, maybe. But he's got. Carson Lambos at six, yeah, uh, who's on a point per game um, with the best junior team in the world, the Winnipeg Ice. Um, though he's had a had an injury this season, so he hasn't played the whole season. And as a defenseman, that's that's pretty solid. Uh, Riker Evans, another first round pick at defenseman at number seven, uh, who is second in uh, WHL scoring. Um, for defenseman. Um, then he's got Wyatt Johnson at number eight, who is arguably the best player in the OHL right now. Yeah. Uh, currently second in scoring, but with uh, quite a few less games than the top scorer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Finley at number nine, um, who was recently traded to the Winnipeg Ice and also on a point per game tear. Uh, and then at number 10, he's got Michael Tepley. Uh, former Banff pick as well, um, and he's uh, he's uh, he's doing fine, I guess. Yeah, he's, he's the only player in this list that I'm like, yeah, okay. But the rest <laughs> of them, like the first, like uh, as I was, because I went through this list in reverse order, when I got to like number six, and I was thinking, who can who can be left? I mean, I knew he had Jarvis. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that was a, also a guy that I had my fingers and toes crossed might fall a few more places to me at like 15 in the draft. So that was a, was a dream it never happened. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of really good looking junior players there, uh, outside his top five. Um, he does, so, he does. He really yeah. does. Yeah, and like you said, Wyatt Johnson, I'd be, I'd put up the second right now immediately. Like that, yeah. the, he's incredible. Um, yeah. What a great pick by uh, by JD. Um, yeah, some of these guys. Wow, uh, Carson Lambos, like you said, another great one. Uh, yeah. I'd have them ahead of Pius Suter, uh, really as well, um, all the way up to two. Like I said, it's good. But that's okay. Uh, Xavier Burgo, uh, he has him at number five, and and I think he could actually stay at number five. But uh, but yeah, some some other guys that could definitely move in there. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's always tough. You yeah. know, when when you look at guys 
like Valeno, Kupari, who are already pros, but are currently like, you know, bottom six players, you know, who they've already shown us that they're kind mm-hmm. of maybe not top end. Then you get a guy like Wyatt Johnson or even Carson Lambos or, you know, putting up tons of points in their junior. And you're like, well, the potential looks like they're going to be, you know, top six or whatever. Um, but they're not there yet. So who, who knows? And, and uh, that's, and that's might like, come down to it for a lot of people is the, the way they look at their top prospects that like, who's the next to step in the next right. guy and not just who's going to be the best of the bunch, but who's right, going to be the exactly. next guy. So people look at right. that quite differently. And of course that could be what we're looking at right here. Whereas, you know, Piasuter of course should be the next guy to step into his lineup and, and, and make an impact even for him. So, uh, but you know, one guy that, that, could have even taken out Seth Jarvis here. I don't think he's played the 50 games yet in the SICHL. Uh, he's played them down in the GHA, but he hasn't played them in the SICHL, to my knowledge, is Thatcher Demko. Thatcher Demko, I only have... Um, he's 25, though. Can you he not be on the list out. if you're over a certain age? Uh, yeah, there's an age limit. and there's. Oh, a... I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, if there wasn't no, that age I, limit, I, I should probably know what the age limit is. Yeah, he has to be younger than 25. Yeah. Oh, so at 25, okay. he just aged out. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that makes sense then because, yeah, he's only played 34 SICHL games so far. So I was like, why is he not number one? Wow. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, in the, I mean, even ahead of Jarvis, uh, Thatcher Demko, what a great goalie he has for the future right there. Um, and you might need him because I don't know if Mike Smith is getting an 81 rating next year. But uh, is Mike Smith, is he playing uh, at all anywhere? I don't know. I thought he retired. <laughs> no, they played him back to back in his first two games back. Oh, that was the that was the uh, it was a comment I made in the preseason rankings. And uh, oh, okay. he has not has not let me forget it. That uh, <laughs> I, I honestly I was like, I thought like kind of like Ryan Miller. I was like, see, mm-hmm. or like Jonathan Quick, like some of these guys that have just been around forever. You're like, right. Right. Are they still in the league? Or are they not? I <laughs> I don't know. That's don't know. right. And then when but when Smith had an 81 rating, I was like, oh my god! <laughs> Clearly, I don't watch enough games uh, on the second half. Like I go to bed at 10 o'clock, so I don't watch any Western games at all. I don't know if Mike Smith got an 81 rating. I'm thinking the guy that was rating this didn't watch enough games. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. no, but well, I digress. <laughs> All right, let's move on from Portland. Love that. Love a, a lot of those players. I think that uh, list. Well, it, again, it depends on how you look at it. On the, on the, um, who's going to be moving up next, or if it's like who's the top end of those guys um, and their their yeah. ceiling. Uh, but let's let's move on past uh, Portland to the Seattle Grunge and Seattle. Did a big flip in this offseason and went big time to go for it again. Uh, they came in going strong uh, in expansion and then uh, and then kind of a little bit of a rebuild last year. And then, boom, they're at it again this year. So, uh, Seattle, let's take a look at who they've got. Number one, Alexander Holtz. Number two, Marco Rossi. Number three, Jake Ottinger. Number four, Robbie Yarventi. And number five, Scott Morrow. That's a hell of a top five. Yeah, I mean, and wait till you hear the next five. Okay. Uh, he liked Jarventi so good that he put him at six as well. So <laughs> he's doubling up on Jarventi. Uh, then he's got Nico Dawes, 
at seven, Sean Barron's eight, Caleb Jones nine, and Dylan Peterson at ten. We just picked up in a trade uh, with Portland. Um, yeah, I mean, Jarventi is looking uh, very good in his first North American year. Uh, I'm sure Gary Graves can tell you about, about him. I think he's in the uh, I think he's in the Ottawa Senators pipeline. I don't know from my notes here, but that's my memory. Um, so maybe he's worth being on the list twice. But um, <laughs> <laughs> somebody like Nico Dawes, uh, who we saw at the WJC uh, until he sort of lost the starting job uh, for the gold medal Canadian team, mm -hmm. um, has already already played in the NHL. Uh, looks like he's got a solid future. Um, Holtz and Rossi, that like that's one A and one B for me. That it, it's hard to oh, to so good. Uh, hard to pick between the two of them. Like I I think during the draft year it was hard to pick between the two of them, and they like they both have almost identical kind of numbers so far in uh, in the other league. So um, yeah, he's got two great guys. Um, Ottinger is already looking like a starter. Like, yeah, yeah. Seattle's got him. Very, I was just going to mention Ottinger because I, how did he wrestle Ottinger away from Guy? Ottinger is is making it. Like, he is a good goalie. Um, that's not usually the guys that uh, Guy moves away. <laughs> oh well, you know, I, I actually have in the back of my mind. Speaking of Guy, this is a bit of a diversion. Um, but I made a trade with Guy like years ago. That is still panning out for me now um, a little bit, and I'm like, he is. He actually makes fair and, yes, and he decent does. trades. Yes, I he does. I actually have always enjoyed dealing with Guy. Yeah, he's he's unlike Eric in every way possible, really. <laughs> uh, no, and I. Uh, but anyway, a bit that, of tongue in cheek there from me, of course. I, I dig but, it. Uh, but Jake Ottinger is a fantastic uh, goalie. Um, yeah, well, he's, he's, he's certainly showing, looking at right now. He's, he's, yeah. he's showing that he is going to be a, a starter. Uh, Absolutely. But I mean, I mean, there was a like he did get Brandon Tanev back in that in in that trade. So there was a you know it was a it was a bigger deal for sure, and it looked like yeah. it looks like a great deal going from both sides. Some um, some good uh, good players going both ways and good picks. So. But uh, yeah, Jake Ottinger is a fantastic guy to have in your in your top five for um, for prospects for sure. Uh, and like you oh, said, oh, it's Scott Morrow. We, I, we, I, we didn't mention Morrow, but he's a yes. he's a freshman freshman in the NCAA, mm -hmm. and he is as a defenseman, he's second in scoring on his team. Yeah. So, um, he, yeah. He was a really controversial pick going in. There were so many people up and then so many people so down on him um, that, that is one I was watching for sure. Um, I really didn't get enough of a read on him last year to, uh, to go for. I had the chance. I, I, I traded for the pick right before he went, but uh, I wasn't I wasn't sold, and he's proven me big time wrong. Um, so uh, he's... So good. he's He's looking like a like a great second round pick. Absolutely, absolutely. So Seattle is looking great for the future, even though they're going for it this year. They still have a fantastic pipeline coming. Uh, yep. Way to go! That is way to go, Phil. That is absolutely awesome. All right, let's move on from 
did, was there anybody that I missed here that uh, that I hadn't mentioned uh, from from this team? I'm trying to look down the list here again one more time. Um, but that I mean, who we, who we see there is really a lot of who we get. Oh, but there was somebody else I noticed. No, I can't find him now. That's okay. Uh, yeah, somebody who's not on his list. I, I don't know. It looks like he's kept it pretty up to date. Other than Javante yeah, being there twice. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how that so happened. Phil, Phil, you definitely have room for another one. Yeah. That'll be a question the, for Mike, maybe, I guess. Maybe, yeah, maybe the app could be improved so that you can't double up a player. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, Mike, Mike has more important things to, uh, to do right well, now. Actually, Mike, that's, if I can do that, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to St. Louis now and Sean. All right, the St. Louis Spartans and and Sean. Who does Sean have here? Number one, maybe uh, maybe the hardest worker and and just gives gives everything every shift. Brennan Othman that we, I've seen in the last number of years for prospects. This guy just goes goes goes. He has the best motor I've seen from from any prospect in the last I don't know how long. Uh, Sebastian Cosa, number two. Talking about great goaltending, um, Jack Rathbone number three, Rory Karens number four, and Tobias Bjornfot number five. I don't know how he still has all these guys after he has been absolutely going for it this year, and and stating, "Hey, I'm going for it this year." But he still has all these great prospects coming up. Uh, who does he have to after that from six through ten? Well, somebody uh, named Yegor Sharangovich, number six. Okay, that's uh, a nice one. Who was a sixth round pick in 2018 by Sean? Like great value pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's almost a point per game for the Spartans already, and uh, he's looking like he's going to be a solid middle six uh, NHLer going forward. So good pick up for Sean. Uh, at seven, he's got Ethan Phillips, uh, centerman. Uh, Tanner Dickinson at number eight. Um, uh, Christian. Veslinen at nine and Alexander Alexeyev at ten. I remember Veselinen at that at the summit and want like really wanting him. Uh and I was really choked when Sean got him. So uh yeah. Uh, he, yeah. he hasn't he hasn't turned into what we thought yet, but it's hey, he's still there's still time too. So uh yeah, I mean, I mean the he is playing, right? The, the the note that I wrote next to him is that his his, so far, his GHA career is going in reverse. Like, like his first season pro in the SSHL world, he had like 90 points in the season. And it's he's been getting worse and worse points-wise in the GHA every year. But in the NHL, or in the real-life verse, he's uh, he's going the opposite direction. He seems to be uh, getting better. And he's hanging on to the, the last roster spot uh, on an NHL team all season. So... Um, Seems like, uh, seems like he's going to stick around. Now, did I miss a player when you went through the six through ten? Did you mention Ty Smith? Did he have Ty Smith in that six through ten? No, no, it is wow. not. Wow, because he's only played forty six games in the SACHL. Uh, that guy could still be on there for another four games. Get him in there, Sean, because he could easily move up to number <laughs> one on this list. He is that good. Uh, that is a fantastic defenseman. Uh, another guy that I was really. Um, Upset the year, uh, what was that, 2019 or 2018 that uh, he was drafted? 2018, yeah. 2018, I think, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Ty Smith, fantastic young defenseman. Um, And he's behind a couple guys right now in Jersey. 
but he's so good. He will be he will be a great one for a long time. Yeah. Well, um, you got Joel Therabee a couple picks later, so I, you I did. did okay as well. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't worry yeah. about it. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, Sean's got, got, a, Sean's got well. a great list. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. Okay, so he's got Noel Gundler. Uh, speaking of controversial picks, uh, that was in 2020, but uh, I think Noel Gundler will be a player for sure. Um, so Noel Gundler could easily add to that uh, to that list there. And uh, did you mention uh, did you mention Sammy Tuomola? Nope. Was he on there? No. Nope. So there's another one as well. Uh, Sammy Tuomola, and on defense. I'm not seeing so many that would uh, that would make that group that are that are not rated yet, anyways. But doesn't matter. He's got some. I thought uh, already. I, not that I follow Tristan Lennox's career that that closely, but I thought I've heard his name recently as being a player who's still on the upswing, and mm-hmm. uh, he didn't make the list. I, I guess I'm just looking at his OHL stats. They're not. Yeah, he was just drafted off, this past year, so. Goaltending, you know, goaltending is only 18 in the SACHL. He's got a long, long ways to go, and and uh, I, I'm sure he can he can put in some some good numbers too. Um, yeah, there's a couple of guys uh, on defense. Guy already rated uh, Alexander Alexiev. I don't know if he played 50. I doubt he's played in the SACHL 50 games. So there's another one, uh, Alexander Alexiev that. That could easily make that list too, in my opinion. Yeah, so. no, he is he is number ten. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I I don't know why I missed that then. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, sorry. so I have a that's, that's why he can be in that list. <laughs> right there. Can be, and he is. Yes. No, a great a great group for uh, for Sean. Uh, now you did some some rankings of these. Of well, these I just sort of did, you know, because we didn't uh, we didn't really discuss the parameters of how right. we were going to go through this. So I just yeah. thought for fun, I would yeah. kind of put these teams in kind of a ranking. Mm-hmm. Um, now the ranking is based on who the teams included on their lists, because uh, like, for example, as I was going through Philadelphia, as I mentioned, I'm pretty sure that list has not been updated in two years. So <laughs> if Norm is going to be too lazy to update his list, can't expect me to put more effort into researching his team. Um, I like it. I like so it. you know, and I and I felt that Norm could appreciate that kind of philosophy because I, I I feel like we would agree on that. So yeah. I have four tiers uh, of teams. Uh, in the first tier, I'm going from worst to best here. In in the first tier, which we will call the non-existent tier, uh, clearly the Las Vegas Aces are the are the bottom team in terms of prospect depth in the in the u.s division but props um, because he did put five guys into his uh prospect rank yeah i mean yeah. He, he gets a participation ribbon for sure he gets the green ribbon oh good 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 on him yeah. uh the next tier there i have two teams in the lazy but not hopeless tier okay. uh the aforementioned philadelphia fire ants are, are our next team um he gets points for Dylan Cousins and, and Lundqvist, for sure. Uh, he's got a lot of other suspect players that I think should probably be removed from this list now and updated with newer ones. But I'm, as I said, I'm not going to look it up. Um, and then we've got our Chicago Tigers, who only have four players in their top five, uh, but they're all they're all pretty great players. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so he definitely gets ahead of Philadelphia. Uh, the next team, we get into a new tier. There are two teams in this tier. Uh, this tier is just called some really good stuff. Uh, so I've got the Kansas City Crunch. Um, and then uh, the next team, which I guess, so Kansas City would be five. Number four, we've got the St. Louis Spartans for me. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the top three teams are in their own tier here, which I call more real good stuff and more great stuff. Uh, so at number three, I picked the Boston Colonials. Okay. Um, as a third team here. Um, and I don't know if it may be somewhat influenced because I, I just saw a game where Tim Stutzla played and I was like, yeah, he's quite good. <laughs> um, but um, as I sort of mentioned as we were going through it, there's a couple of other teams that I was I was more impressed. And maybe it was because I was surprised by how good their picks were, but also they did more with less, kind of, if that makes any okay. sense. Um, whereas Boston's got, like, all these first-round picks. I feel like, so at number two, I've got the Seattle Grunge. We've got a lot of players who are outside the top, top uh, round in the draft who are all looking like they're going to be hits. And uh, as, as we said, like Rossi and Holtz, 1A, 1B, Ottinger, Jarventi, all looks great. But for me, the top team in the U.S. division is the Portland Buckaroos. Wow. That, that is the team that has the top, the best top 10 draft, or uh, best top 10 prospects. Fight me it. on it, Gary. Fight me, Gary. <laughs> Well, Gary's just getting lazy, having just having first round picks in it. Right? Exactly. Yeah, just, you know, you know, first round pick, another first round pick, another first round pick. So I can. Yeah, I mean, whereas, I can whereas JD, I mean, he's trading for guys, yeah. he's signing guys, Pia Suter, um, and like, yeah, it just kind of he, he took me by surprise a bit. So maybe it's you know, I was just cramming for this test this afternoon, and the Buckaroos really kind of. Blew me away. I didn't realize how strong his prospects were until I really dove into it today. So, um, Sean, that's, imagine that's, how much you could have moved up if you had Ty Smith in your prospect group. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. we'll, we'll never know. No, no, that's right. Uh, fantastic stuff. Thank you, Mark. I really appreciate it. And to and to everyone out there from the other three divisions. Get going on your prospect list because your ratings are coming. So, uh, so, so get on that. I'm going to actually have to look mine over after doing this. I'm going to have to make sure I'm up to date um, because I mean that happens. People hit their 50 game mark, all of a sudden they fall off uh, your prospect uh, list, and they don't automatically get replaced by somebody. You don't have an 11, 12, 13 waiting in the wings to automatically go move into there. So you've got to you got to do some work. But it's, I mean, for me, it's I mean, doing some work. It's a blast. But uh, Mark, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm, uh, as I said, I'm, I say it often, it's my favorite podcast. So I'm <laughs> looking forward to some new episodes. And I've, I've heard through the grapevine that you had a line on some pretty cool potential guests uh, down I, the road. So I did, I did, I do um, had some technical difficulties uh which really drove me nuts uh but hopefully we can get those in there soon as well and uh, uh amidst this uh this little mini series of uh of, of looking at the prospect pool 
goals of different teams, the pipelines. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, trademark to, to Guy for pipeline, but uh, yeah. yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so anyway, looking forward, always looking forward to new episodes. So yes. whatever you can. Absolutely. Up. And it's been a while. I apologize for that. It, but um, yeah, it, those uh, technical difficulties drove me nuts. And I, um, I'm in there with a couple GMs in this league, uh, myself and Don and a couple others, where I, I, I put myself with those guys with my, uh, how I view myself for uh, knowing what to do with anything technical. So um, <laughs> that's how it is. All right. Yeah. Thanks, All Mark. I right. uh, really appreciate right. it. And Thanks we'll you. talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks again to the commissioner, GM Mark McRae of the Fredericton Express. Our next episode will be the European division of the World Conference. So get those prospect lists updated. And if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast or if you have any ideas for the podcast, you can always DM me on Twitter at SICHL Rockies. All right. Bye for now.